everyone. 안녕하세요. My name is Grace. 안녕하세요. My name is Sol. And welcome to the first episode of Chingus, our new podcast. Yeah, so I think we should start off by giving a little bit of background about our podcast name, Chingus. Mm-hmm. So, Chingu in Korean means friend. So, we just wanted to make this podcast more of like a friendly style of mm-hmm. two Korean friends type yeah. of podcast. Yeah, like we are your Chingus. We're yeah, your exactly. friends. It's actually pretty interesting. We decided to start this podcast kind of out of nowhere. Right, um, right. Yeah, so Sol and I, we are friends. We met at school. Actually, mm-hmm. no, wait, how did we meet? Do you remember? <laughs> I think the first time we had a conversation was maybe was during it? Winterfest. Do you remember? I, I do remember. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember. So, yeah, that's, that's when we first met. And then we found out we're Korean. And then so we kind of knew each other from then on. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. There was like this special connection, like a bond because we're both Korean. Right. Um, and... We haven't mentioned this yet, and as we get into talking about our school, we'll kind of talk about um, what ethnicities are at our school. It's right. not too diverse. So the moment somebody was like, oh, there's this kid named Seoul, and he's Korean. I was like, oh my gosh, I have to meet this Seoul. <laughs> and then um, Winterfest is basically like this giant, um, not really a party, but it's just like a day where... Uh, the band kids and the orchestra kids and the choir kids. So basically all of the music kids. Uh, we go and we perform and we get food and it's really fun. So that's the event where we met. Yeah, and she was part of the orchestra and this event is where the orchestra and the band both go. Mm-hmm. So that's why we were able to during lunch just see each other. And I think you're right about something about a connection when you meet someone of your own ethnicity and since we're both Korean. It's just... There is just some friendliness that even if you didn't meet this person ever before, mm-hmm. there is just some line where you feel more comfortable with that person. Yeah, yes. exactly. I, I just came up to you and I probably said something in Korean. I'm not too sure. Yeah, I don't remember too much yeah, as well. Yeah, it was but. like two years ago. So we have been, like we, we knew each other and um, we were kind of friends, but we didn't really get to hang out. Because Seoul will get into what kind of person he is, but um, in my eyes, Seoul is like a genius. So he needs to spend a lot of time doing his extracurriculars, studying. So we never got the chance to hang out. And on top of that, there was COVID. I think we just started talking in person when school started this year. Um, But before that, we just communicated over text a couple of times. Yeah, definitely COVID had a big impact in that. And yeah, um, I guess in my eyes, when I look at me, I'm <laughs> I'm not really the genius you think I am. And when I look at you, I, I kind of think of like a friendly person, someone who's social. <laughs> and I think that's a really good, a good trait to have because you know a lot of people and you just have great, mm. you're good at keeping good relationships. And mm. I think that's just something thank you. that I look up to. Wow, thank you. Um But yeah, basically, as we were saying before, um, Seoul and I, we just kind of like, because we're both Korean, from the moment we met, we just kind of started talking to each other in Korean. And there was definitely a special bond. Like Seoul mentioned, when you meet somebody who's the same ethnicity as you, there is that like almost instant connection, that instant friendship. That's kind of why we want to 
you know, continue this podcast is because for people who don't have friends in real life who are Korean, you can listen to this and we can be your Korean friends. We can be your chingus. Yep. Yeah. I think we should give a little bit of background about who we are, though. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Sure. Okay, you can go first. So just as a background, my name is Seoul. I am 15 years old and I'm a sophomore at Mercer Island High School. Of course, I'm Korean American and um, I play sports. I play tennis, but I feel like I do enjoy more football. I watch more of it. Ooh, I didn't Seattle, know that. Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go, go Hawks. Anyways, um, <laughs> I am also, I play clarinet and band and I'm part of the Wind Symphony and yeah, that's just the general things about me. Mm, okay. Uh, for me, I'm Grace. I am also a sophomore in high school. Um, like I mentioned earlier, Sol and I both go to Mercer Island High School. Of course, I'm Korean American. Both of my parents are Korean, but I was born here. Um, for athletics, hmm, I play golf, but overall, I enjoy like a ton of different sports. I like boxing, and I like That's swimming, cool. um, and I want to get into tennis. So there's that. Um, and then for music, I do play violin and viola in orchestra. And then for fun, I play piano. So I'm a very typical Korean American. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think at least once in your life, you'd have to learn how to play piano if you're. <laughs> yeah. If you're Korean. Yeah. Come on. You gotta. Yeah, just... You gotta at least be able to read music. General norm. Yeah. Yeah. General norm. Um, and yeah, from the outside. It really seems like we're very ordinary students, but I feel like since Seoul and I are both Korean-American, being Korean-American gives us a lot of experiences that we want to share with the rest of the world, um, which is why, again, we started this podcast. But we didn't just, like, decide to do this out of nowhere. Actually, I'm a radio student here at our school. Our school has a radio station, which is really cool. And I wanted to enter this contest for radio. And one of the categories was foreign language podcast. And I was like, oh my gosh, I know a foreign language. But a podcast, I always saw it as a conversation. As much as I like talking by myself, um, I wanted to have Soul on here. And yeah, we had a pretty good conversation. For just about 20 minutes, we sat down and we went over some topics and we did it all in Korean. Um, and then I submitted that to the contest and we haven't heard back yet. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but after that, we were both kind of like, oh, my gosh, this is kind of fun. We could do this. Right. So that's why we made this Chingu's podcast and hopefully it becomes something good. So from this, I think our goals for this podcast is to just be friendly, just be like friend of yours, but also talk about what being Korean is like, mm -hmm. um, the cultures related with being Korean, and maybe how being Korean shaped us, along with just general, just fun stuff we could talk about. And Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And we mentioned, actually, before recording that this wouldn't just be a personal podcast. Um, we would actually incorporate some education. So whether that's educating you guys on Korean holidays or just Korean general norms, like we should probably do an episode about like bowing because right. that's a huge thing. 
um, that most Americans or non-Koreans don't know about. Mm -hmm. And we could even teach a little bit of Korean because Seoul and I are actually fluent. I don't know why we're doing all of this in English. We should be incorporating <laughs> a little bit here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like we could definitely do a mix of sharing our personal stories at the same time educating all of you guys. Yeah. Oh, we should we should talk about how we're going to incorporate speaking Korean and English at the same time. Because if you're listening to this and you're American and you don't understand or speak Korean, it might be a little weird for us to just like jump in right. to Korean. But I feel like, you know, it's a good way to learn the language. What do you think? As long as we don't speak too long in phrases in Korean. Mm. And if we do, I think as long as we just explain what we were talking about in English yeah. as a summary, yeah. things going to be fine. Mm -hmm. Would you say you're more comfortable in Korean or English? I know we've had this conversation before, but... I'm comfortable with either. Of course, I'm more fluent in English because yeah. <laughs> obvious reasons. But yeah, I'm just comfortable with either. Yeah. So which, whichever suits the topic we're talking about, I think, mm, is what we should do. For sure. In the future, when we talk about Korean holidays like Chuseok, we should definitely incorporate some Korean vocabulary. Right. And at the beginning or the end, we could actually do just like a full-on rundown of vocab words. So if you're listening to this <laughs> and you want to learn a little bit of Korean, we could do that. Mm -hmm. So we talked about our name, our age, grade, all of those basic things. Um, but I think we should also talk about some of our interests. Okay. Because, you know, we play tennis, we play golf, but... We have other hobbies and interests outside of that, so. Right, okay. What would you say are some of those? Um, once again, although I don't play it, I think football is one of my biggest hobbies. I play mm. fantasy football. I track football a lot, and I, I just have been enjoying it since I was little when I was in elementary school. And, of course, Seattle Seahawks are the best team, in my opinion. <laughs> um, that's one of my biggest hobbies. Okay. I think. <laughs> it, it's kind of hard to answer that question because as students, we have extracurriculars. Right. But those aren't exactly our hobbies mm -hmm. all the time. For sure. And uh, it's also hard because, like, a hobby is something you do in your free time, but I don't think either of us have a lot of free time. Yeah. And if I would say hobby, uh, I couldn't just say, oh, watching YouTube. That's not <laughs> really a oh. <laughs> hobby. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking of which, not speaking of which, but something that I thought of, maybe just playing the clarinet, playing band in general. It's something I do, but in school, but I think it's just really fun to do, especially all those. Uh, starting from high school, there is marching band, and marching band has one of been, been one of my favorite best experiences of my life just, really yeah just being with other band members just marching around mm -hmm. there's a different a lot of different techniques going around within marching and just playing music in general mm -hmm. just with the band it, it's been a long time since covid so just coming back and playing music with, with each other i think is just yeah. one of my biggest hobbies how about That's you really cool um wow <laughs> now the spotlight's on me i haven't <laughs> had time to think about it um I really like watching movies and films. And I think generally, for the most part, I know a lot about um, film directors and actors and actresses. I, I don't know why. I just kind of got into it. That's pretty cool, though, yeah. Mm -hmm. I 
I think it's all because like Parasite. <laughs> Parasite. Such a good film. We'll have to do an episode all about Parasite. Yeah. But anyway, after, just to give context, uh, Parasite is a Korean movie that won an Oscar award. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> but ever since I watched Parasite, I just kind of got into other films. And um, I would say that's kind of one of my hobbies. Um, let's see. I also like cooking. Mm, that's that's yeah, so random. But um, you know what? These are all really, really good episode topics. So we'll definitely have to cover <laughs> all of these. Yeah. Um, but anyway, when I was younger, my mom only cooked Korean food. And I was like, oh, no, I don't I don't want to have Korean food all the time. So I kind of learned how to cook other types of cuisine on my own. Right. Um, so, yeah, I would say cooking is a hobby. That's cool. What what other type of cuisine? Is there like a um, something you like? I actually really like Chinese food. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but um, it's really interesting because Chinese food is pretty Americanized. Like, if you just, like, look up Chinese recipes, like, okay, Chinese food in America is very Americanized, is what right. I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So if you look up, you know, Chinese recipe, it's going to be some, like, white lady teaching you how to make, like, orange noodles. chicken. Like, orange <laughs> chicken, right? Um, it's going to be, like, recreate these dishes from Panda Express. It's going to be that kind of thing. Right. Um, but I, I think just Asian food in general is just so cool. And... Um, for the longest time, I didn't like Asian food, but now I'm like getting back into it as I'm like embracing my cultural identity. <laughs> so there's I that. See. Yeah, I think when it comes to food, well, honestly, starting from when I was little, I did eat everything my mom gave me, so I didn't really have a, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really have a preference. But um, yeah, sometimes there's just Korean food's great. I love it, mm-hmm. but there's just sometimes where like you know you want to go to maybe just. Uh, local mcdonald's just get a burger or literally so good i know it's so good so good (laughs) (laughs) or just maybe just go to like a maybe olive garden just get like a pasta or just get pizza just something i think whenever i'm craving something other than korean food since asian food is similar to korean food Mm. i feel like i try to go for more european style foods Mm. so yeah i think yeah I also, I, so, I also like Mexican food. Sorry, I just oh, had Mexi- to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Mexican food is great too. Yeah. It's like all types of food, Indian food, what, like what, whatever culture it might be. Just mm-hmm. all the foods I've tried, it's just all very good. Yeah. And but just, mm-hmm. if you are, sorry, if you That's are okay. craving Korean food, what's your like go-to comfort meal? That's a hard question. Um, I would say... Kogi? <laughs> yeah, Korean barbecue is good. But I would say comfort food, you know, denjangjigae. Mm. That's that's a good comfort food to me. Yeah. And then just maybe just putting some gogi in there and mm-hmm. yeah. Do you How like you? white rice or like? Yeah, I like. Chapgukbap. Like, yeah, chapgukbap. How do you say brown that? Brown rice. Brown rice. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm I'm fine with brown rice. I'm fine with like healthier rice but mm-hmm. yeah of course i like white rice better yeah me too we rarely have white rice so when we do have white rice it's such a treat nice. um i would say like a fresh bowl of white rice and then banchan so like kim mm-hmm. and kimchi obviously obviously and then gennip and like meat any kind of meat so right. kogi 
and then a jjigae or like a kuk on the side so like just just anything or like cholongtang you know oh. yeah you know that that's actually interesting cuz like everything up to cholongtang it was basically just a korean barbecue <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so maybe it's korean barbecue yeah um, but yeah cholongtang yeah that's great i yeah like when i was so young good. that was my favorite seafood food yeah it's not it's not exotic as well it's not i mean it's not what do you call it it's not too salty it's not too spicy mm-hmm. it's none of that yeah but it's just so good mm-hmm. for some reason so seolongtang is basically bone broth right so i know i didn't know what the like english translation of it was at first and when i heard bone broth i was like what is that yeah um sounds everything if you translate an asian food into mm-hmm. english it just sounds really disgusting but it really <laughs> it, it really is does <laughs> like kimchi like if you were to translate it it would be like, like cabbage with garlic marinated spicy cabbage marinated that, spicy cabbage that has been sitting for a while <laughs> <laughs> for like two years <laughs> <laughs> well depends on the kimchi it, it but, depends right <laughs> i like likely. i like yugun kimchi so like mm. really fermented nice yeah. i think yeah fermented just sounds so weird for some reason but it does, yeah. it does. i think kimchi just depends on what you're eating and we could go on talk about this topic but exactly fresh kimchi is good with like i'm not sure what it's good with but you could literally eat fresh kimchi with rice just it's called kotori and you could just literally just eat it with rice as good mm-hmm. but yeah if it's a lot really fermented kimchi it's probably good with um meat or yeah. using for kimchi jjigae yeah. something like that exactly like you take fermented kimchi and you like make something out of it like you just don't you don't just eat it yeah that it, yeah. yeah so you would have to you can make puttinge like Mm, you can make um korean pancakes mm-hmm. basically or like you said kimchi jjigae which is like kimchi stew and again it doesn't sound appetizing when you say like fermented cabbage, cabbage fermented cabbage spicy fermented cabbage stew but it's good <laughs> but it's so good yeah you know pudejjigae like oh yeah mm-hmm. i think that translates to military soup here yeah 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 because I think in the Korean military, pudejjigae is basically spam plus sausages. So mm-hmm. basically they put in every single meat in a ramen yeah. package along with yeah. kimchi. So <laughs> that's why it's called military because they just put everything they yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really good. Mm-hmm. And then you can throw in like rice cakes. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, Korean desserts are also just like gr- growing up, I never had like... plain vanilla ice cream like oh, really yeah we always have like korean ice cream bars mm. so like meruna right or that's all i remember <laughs> right now um I, yeah recently i've been on a korean i mean on a, on a general ice cream craze but really not a craze i would say but Ooh. um i love this new <laughs> hobby perhaps new hobby ice ice eating ice cream yeah um but i think There's a lot of different types. There's like tejiba, there is skuruba. Oh my god, tejiba is so good. Right. Skuruba, it's like the pink one where you Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there's also subakba, which is watermelon, which I think mm-hmm. and then josuba, you know that one? No, I haven't. Oh, I see. But yeah, there's 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 a lot of different types of Korean ice creams mm-hmm. that are pretty good. I just realized that you said chusu? 
chores to like I jars. Ah, ah, yeah. You know what? Yeah. Okay. And then subak pa is basically like subak watermelon pa is just bar. Right. So, for example, like if you were to say juice, like I mentioned earlier, I heard juice for some reason, like chusu. It sounds exactly like juice, like shower, shower. It sounds exactly like it. So I I realized that even if our listeners aren't like fluent in Korean or if they don't understand, they might be able to catch some things. Right. And I think a cool thing about Korean is that each I, I, it's weird to call it letter, but each word you it's not even a word because <laughs> but each I would say phrase you say is like one syllable. For example, if I wanted to say um David, right? I would say de-e-be-de. It's like <laughs> so you would say them all separately. So I think it's easier to catch if you know what to expect. It's just yeah. yeah. We say everything with like very specific syllables because Korean in general was created out of the mouth noises. So mm-hmm. I think we in general we put a lot of emphasis in syllables. And when Korean people try to learn English, I think that's one of the stereotypes, I guess. They like try to like put emphasize on their yeah. syllables in English. So I think yeah. that's just one thing. This is like a little preview of what our future Korean lessons will be like. <laughs> um, but but yeah, hmm, that's interesting. I think there are certain sounds that Korean people can't pronounce. Yeah. Like L and R. L and R. Yeah, because in Korean, it, you, it's, it's like it's called that. And mm-hmm. that's just like a combination of both L and yeah. R. I would say it's like a rolling R. Sounds kind of yeah. like that. So... I think like, LNR. How can American people pronounce that? I just realized. I don't know. It's so hard to explain. Yeah. There's this letter in uh, Korean. Is it a letter? I would say it's a letter. But I think it's going to be pretty easy to understand because Korean is just each word mm-hmm. is there's a set consonant, there's a set vowel. Mm-hmm. So as long as you know what each thing sounds and you just mash them together, that's how you say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll do Korean lessons in the future, but mm-hmm. just for now, how I think of it, well, I don't think of it this way because I don't need to, but how I would explain it to someone is like puzzle pieces. Right, almost. right. Yeah. So if you can just puzzle these things together, Korean is not a difficult language to learn how to... Is it? <laughs> I actually no, don't know. It, 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 I was actually listed in UNESCO as one of the easiest... Really? I'm not sure wow. if it's easiest or more most efficient, but mm. yeah, definitely one of it ranks in the categories. And some people living near the Philippine Islands, I believe, mm-hmm. or somewhere in the Australian Asian islands area actually uses Korean really? as their language. Yo, yeah. so that's so interesting. I, I think this is a, I'm not sure, I'm not 100% sure about this, but I, I think I did hear about it. Mm. So I think it's just cool. That's cool, yeah. So we take languages at the high school. There is no Korean language option. I take French and you take Chinese. And Chinese, is it just like a universal Korean thing to know a little bit of Chinese? Because I don't know how, but I know how to write like 1 through 10. I know how to write big, like 'te'. you Mm -hmm. know that one? I know how to write like 
the days of the week. I don't know how I know it, but I just do. Yeah, um, it is kind of like a universal thing. Um, there's something called 사자성어, which is four word phrases that people say. Um, and general, it's uh, Chinese and Korean is called 한자, mm-hmm. like with a written okay. Chinese language. And it's just, yeah, it's very, people learn that if you go to Korea and you go to their schools, you will learn some Chinese. And honestly, learning, having Korean as a base knowledge while learning Chinese is kind of a free pass. Really? <laughs> because there's some, there's actually not some, there's quite a few words that sound just like Korean. So it doesn't even take memorization to know wow. what it sounds like. I uh, can't really think of an example off the bat, but there's plenty of words that really sound similar. And that's mm-hmm. because originally, before we had Korean in general, we used well, Korean what did exist, mm-hmm. but we had no written Korean language until we invented it. So until then, we used Hanta as a written language wow. up until until Sejongdaewang actually created the written language of Korean, which then we actually was able to shift. That's why there's a lot of similarities between Chinese and oh. Korean. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. History lesson. That's wow. I, I did not know all of that. I did not know any of that. <laughs> so if you're out there listening, you just got a free history lesson. Free history too. lesson. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think it's kind of hard for non-Asian people to differentiate uh, the different Asian languages. Right. For sure. For me, I don't think it's, I don't think it's that hard because... I can hear a distinct difference between like Chinese and like Vietnamese. Right. Like it doesn't sound the same to me. You know what I mean? And similar to faces. Like yeah. when you see an Asian person, you could you could like you're 80% of the time you know what country they're from. Exactly. Yeah, cuz <laughs> it's, it's just I don't know how, but it just works like that. I don't that. know how to explain it either. Yeah. I don't understand how non-asian people can confuse it so easily like and when they confuse it sometimes people can be a little racist and they just think everybody's chinese Chinese. (laughs) yeah that's just kind of like the baseline right um i mean i can't blame them china's Mm -hmm. huge but you know um i can hear a clear difference between i mean most actually no I can hear a clear difference between Chinese and Japanese. Right, for sure. Yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. I don't think most non-Asian people can, though. Does it sound similar? Because I'm not sure. Um, no, I think Japanese is more light and it's yeah. more vowel-based. I think. Yeah. Not, There's a lot of like W's. Is there? Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, I don't know Japanese as well, but mm-hmm. I think it's more light in Korean. Again, it's more accented in syllables and Chinese. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, there's no yeah. way I could explain it. But yeah, you could definitely hear mm-hmm. a clear difference. When, yeah. yeah. Chinese is really fast. Mm, yeah, I that mean, too. I mean, Korean's really fast too. But when we speak Korean, it's not It's not yeah. that fast. I actually we try not to yeah. speak fast. Oh yeah, and just uh, just because I'm re- reminded right now, when it comes to history mm-hmm. and history on Korea, mm-hmm. 
sometimes there's been a textbook where they talk about the Japanese invasion of China. Oh my god. And the thing is this topic, this topic. And yeah, that's the thing I was most mad about because okay, first off, there were three pages in the book about Korea and I understand it's a small country, you know, and they can't cover everything in the textbooks, but three, okay, acceptable. But there's basically zero information about Korea on it. It just talks about the history, like when Korea was Korea was actually distributed into some provinces. Mm-hmm. And that's all they talked about. And when they talk about the Japanese invasion of China, they there was a line from Japan to China totally excluding Korea from it, but what people don't realize is that Korea was the pathway for Japan to be go be able to go into China, or at least that was one of the biggest pathways because mm. once you get since Korean Korea is the peninsula, yeah, to get from Japan Japan to China, having Korea would be very useful for Japan, just out of logic. So, and they just completely ignored that part, and it's just kind of sad to think about because yeah, most people in the United States and no, not the United States, but most people know Japan did invade. the Asian countries but they don't really know about how it affected Korea and yeah we should definitely do an episode about this because oftentimes when we're learning history like even in our classes here in good old America <laughs> um, we talk about a lot of countries we talk about Europe we talk about um that's it <laughs> well <laughs> no. so far okay, Europe okay but... <laughs> so far Europe um and we'll probably touch on you know, other countries in the future. And it's And really important to understand world history, not just world history involving America. Right. We should know about this. Mm-hmm. And I think when it comes to a separate, like Europe, even, even some countries in Europe, like Bulgaria, we don't know nothing about that. You That's know? true. And it's kind of like saying... <laughs> it's okay, uh, we love you, Bulgaria. Yeah, exactly. No, sorry, I... Bulgaria is mentioned in my history class yesterday, so that's okay. why I thought of Bulgaria. But yeah, again, we don't learn anything about that specifically, other than it's yeah. part of World War One. Um, mm. And I think when it comes to Asian countries, the big guys are China, India, China and Japan, Japan, India, because they were. I'm not sure about mm. India actually, but China and Japan definitely because yeah, they were very sure. influential. But Just think Korea. of Japan as like mm, Great Britain of of Asia almost. Like they just yeah. like colonized everything. Just you have to understand that there there a lot happened. Yeah, a lot happened between in the 1900s with yeah. Japan. And if you think about it, that's pretty recent because yeah. some of the history we learned is like sure. 1492. Yeah, 1490. Yeah, like, <laughs> such a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. Um, and some of this history that we're going to talk about in the future happened like what, a hundred years ago, mm-hmm. and that's that's pretty recent. Yeah, for sure. So we'll definitely have to do an episode where we touch on um, the history of Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think oftentimes people associate Korea with a couple of things. And we're going to talk about all of these things. Number one, K-pop, K-dramas, Korean food, and then there's the Korean War. Right. I think, um, yeah, yeah, people don't know about the Korean War. Yeah, people don't know about that. So mm-hmm. we'll have to talk about all those things. Actually, I think people do know it to an extent because they know South Korea and North Korea exist. So 
but the, all they know about North Korea is yeah. I'm not gonna say it. We're, <laughs> like, we're not gonna yeah but yeah. there's like yeah of course there's stereotypes about North Korea but yeah that's basically all they know about it <laughs> people just joke around about yeah. it a lot but I have gotten a lot of comments like are you from North Korea or South Korea yeah and since you know I'm not from Korea at all <laughs> exactly so. I've never been to Korea, yeah. <laughs> in fact so um, and just out of my external what I look like I'm 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 pretty big right and sometimes my when I hair have a haircut mm-hmm. people just say oh you look like Kim Jong-un really right Actually? just as a as a joke of course like, I don't take it seriously yeah. but just Why there's the a lot world? of there's a, yeah just yeah that's yeah it's just weird it <laughs> is really weird um especially because like 99% of the time they're joking right like but when they're just, joking it's just like eh, whatever like just shut up yeah. but then if they're like being serious that's a concern yeah when they're serious i'm not even mad i'm just like hey, are you okay <laughs> you good, like, you good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so definitely. luckily we didn't i didn't really experience much racism like pure racism mm-hmm. but there is a lot of systemic racism that there's yeah that's not something we could really get rid of mm-hmm. and today's islander hour kind of mentioned that too so yeah so islander hour is basically like it's kind of like advisory yeah i would say islander hour is the time where you get to learn about current events that you would rather you would not rather you would not learn in school mm-hmm. and just about general problems like yeah. big problem political problems yeah so we in our school we have um, a time. It's about an hour and a half every single Wednesday. Hour, yeah. Yeah, an hour. Okay. Um, and just during that time, we go over some really big topics. We watch presentations, and today's presentation was about systemic uh, racism against African American people. Right. And I think as Asian American people, we should do an episode about this. <laughs> right. <laughs> we should stand in solidarity mm-hmm. racism is a big topic right. and in the future before we do an episode about racism mm-hmm. we're both gonna do a lot of research and we're both gonna um plan it out a lot because yeah. it's really really hard to condense mm-hmm. such a big topic and to just like even a podcast that's an hour long can't cover all of it mm-hmm. so yeah. And yeah, just by the way, everything I said, just in case I'm wrong, don't, yeah, just yeah, everything yeah, yeah. I said, I, I'm not, I don't think I'm 100% correct. It's just some yeah. things I've learned and just yeah. stuff you learn kind of fades away. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I th- I, I, that's what I think it is. But everything I just said, mm-hmm. it might be wrong. In the future, if we ever say something and you're like, hmm, that's not correct. Uh, just remember that we don't we don't know too much yeah we'll try our best to do our research though because mm -hmm. we want to give accurate information for sure but yeah just these opinions and uh, and explaining of what we know Mm -hmm. is just another way of just making more friendly like as if you were just having a normal conversation at school yeah exactly so sorry if we're sometimes inaccurate but that's just sometimes that's my what and if we Whenever we're going to focus on education, we're definitely going to put sufficient mm-hmm, research. But mm-hmm. 
when it's just general talking, yeah. there, might, there might be some mistakes here and there. Just think of it like you're two chingus exactly. having a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the future, if we ever put our stuff on YouTube, in the tekers, in the comments, mm-hmm. you guys can, you know, leave us some suggestions or call us out if we accidentally say something. Yeah. Like, yeah. But for now, you're just going to have to listen. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So we've been talking for like 40 minutes now. Um, this was mainly supposed to be an introduction episode. Right. Um, Sol and I were both getting comfortable podcasting because, I mean, <laughs> it is kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. To give you guys the rundown, we are in our high school radio studio and we have really, really good mics. We have a fantastic editing program and we have all of this technology, but we're still like navigating how to use it and stuff like that. So um, for the most part, we're both pretty new to this. So Mm -hmm. please bear with us. We're definitely going to get more comfortable as we go on, but but for sure. Mm -hmm. So yeah, like I just mentioned, this was our first episode, our introduction. We're definitely going to touch on like all of these topics that we just talked about. But I hope you enjoyed our conversation. We'll definitely try to incorporate more Korean in the future too. But uh, thank you all for listening and we'll see you next time. 친구들 안녕. 안녕.